We're on a podcast right now. What? You're on a podcast right now. Yes, what are we talking about? Mm-hmm. How long have I been on the podcast? <laughs> Eight so, minutes. So, it's, it's, it's good to travel, Shah. You have a different perspective. You're Arabian. You went to Singapore. You said we went to Malaysia, right? You mm, uh, Malaysia. went to Singapore? Malaysia. Oh, no? no, never been. I regretted not going. I was just in Singapore. Uh, yeah. And come on, see, come on, come on, free anymore. Oh? It was an insane experience, yeah. I'm a quite trained, but I kind of don't like take risks sometimes. Like, if I'm going somewhere, I want to make sure that I can afford it and I will go there, yeah, la- enjoy it know. lavishly. I was kind of a spoiled brat, I guess, in a sense. He saw my room in a school cut out on Tinakashi. A lot of shit I regret. No worry. But what can you do? If you keep regretting, you're just going to keep regretting. Yeah, man, yeah, man. Doesn't change yeah, shit. Just, just, just hold it, hold it, mate. Hold it. You're wasting time. Basically, you're fucking wasting time. That shit happened, nothing you can do about it. You understand? Now, what can you do? Now, where? Uh, and you made valid points, right? So yeah, where were we before? So now, um, let's talk tech. Okay. Um, Nigeria leads when it comes to tech in Africa. But yes, we follow through. No, Nigeria leads when it comes to acquiring tech, tech okay. savviness. Okay. Right. Because even internationally. But we don't really create anything. We don't create much. That's the problem. Okay. But then again, to be honest. Hardly any country in Africa does. What None. we do? <sighs> the first company I met, sorry, I w- visited when I was in Malaysia was Dell. Ah. Dell's main office, their headquarters, mm. was basically walking distance from our university. Down, downwards, yeah, they do laptops, they do microchips, a lot of shit. Aye, aye, aye. And then down there, mm-hmm. uh, Maybe another 10 minutes walk from there. There's Toshiba. The place I studied, they wanted what, what, to what, make it a Middle the Eastern. They call the eh? MMU Multimedia University. Okay. They used to they used to call place Cyberjaya. It's an Asian version of Silicon Valley. They wanted to bring all these giant companies that would hire local workers, increase job opportunities increase tech savviness okay. of the Malaysian the awareness people. yeah and then as what do what do these companies do when they live in a country when they when they how do I say this when they move into a country okay. they teach you all the skills and secrets of how to build stuff yeah so that right. what you when you're studying and so that no so that yeah okay so you study you get a job there you training, you train, train there. Yeah. So basically, now you know how to make, for instance, a hard drive, a magnetic hard drive. Yeah, that kind of thing, yeah. You workers in your country or in yeah in that country start knowing how to make microchips. They start knowing how to make motherboard, a processor, right? Very soon, they start handling software. They, no, they they start nurturing local markets into the tech world. 
it will not take long for some bunch of guys to decide they want to make their own laptops, for instance, mm-hmm. right? Then from there, you move on to other stuff, right? So that's what these companies do. You bring in Samsung, very soon someone's going to know how to crack Samsung TV or Samsung phone, right? Yeah, and before you know it, someone's thinking of how do we create a local okay. one. And you know how to make it because these people have shown you. You can never hide everything, can you? Yeah, no. So, yeah, so, you, so that's what it does. It increases, it develops a lot of stuff. Right? But we can't even get them to come here. Do you know what they did to get these people there? So when they allotted a place that they wanted to make Malaysian Silicon Valley, they used to call it Multimedia Super Corridor. The idea was that by 2020, they wanted to turn that place into a super corridor for technology, right? So what they did was they plotted everything. Okay, we want a university here. We want another university here. The idea would, let's have at least three or four universities. These ones would help teach the students. And they would also be guided by these giant companies on how they want their their, their, their workers trained. Okay. So now that would guide them to teach properly what what these <coughs> engineers should do. Yeah. And then once they're done, they would be shipped from, it's like a, an assembly line. Mm-hmm. You educate them, you ship them into these companies. Stages. Yes. Yeah, stages. They go there, they, they work for 10 years, yeah. 15 years. Okay, and fine. by that time, they have enough knowledge to create their own yeah. companies. Yeah. So that's how it is. So how did they bring these companies in? They created, they picked a piece of land, cleared it, fixed it, make sure security was there, allocate hospitals and everything there, right? Then they put a p- pieces of buildings, or let's say not pieces of lands, buildings. They built giant buildings, and then they told them, uh, these companies, Dell, Toshiba, HP was there too, that if you open a headquarters here, right, yeah. for the next 10 years, you will be able to stay here rent-free and no taxes. But you have to follow our immigration laws. Yes. But for the next 10 years, no taxes, no rent. Okay. So who wouldn't want to come? There? And this will inf- help you infiltrate yeah. the East... Uh, what's it called? Uh, what they call it? The Southeastern market. Southeast Asia. Yeah, Southeast Asia. Right? You're talking about Indonesia, Malaysia, mm-hmm. Singapore, mm-hmm. China. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so that's how they did it. They encouraged them through these laws. Yeah. But you have to follow our immigration rules, right? To Then you're like, okay, fine. That's all you want. Yeah, fine. But what are the immigration rules? 80% of your staff have to be locals. The other 20 are the foreigners you bring in, right? Which are your experts. And even them, you have to declare with immigration why Right? Yeah. Why they deserve the job more than lo- some local one. So basically, HP, Toshiba, Dell, all these people, all these companies opened their offices in Cyberjaya, which was the name of the state, yeah. and had to bring 20 or 30% of experts to that place. All the rest were what? Local ones. Very soon they would reduce it and reduce it to the point where maybe except for the CEO of the company, yeah. <laughs> everyone else is local. local. So 
So that's what happens. So, but what do we do? We, have, we only have companies like development. Guys. Yeah. So you set up strategies yeah. to increase these people. But why is Nigeria so behind? Well, nobody wants to invest in Nigeria. Nobody wants to, what's it called, open their branches here. Why? Because, first of all, biggest of all, security. Mm. Nigeria after. City what city two years of independence, mm. Mm. we do not have security. So nobody's going to go and bring their, oh. let's say, white workers or their foreign white workers experts ex, uh, expertise <laughs> and bring them to Nigeria, to to for them to agree to come to begin with, they need to be paid. Heavy. What it's called? What, what it's called? Yeah, they pay they pay them as expertise first of all. Second of all, they pay them what is called. Uh, what they call it? Uh, risk pay or something like that. Okay. Something like that. Yeah, uh, like risk pay, being that they're being paid for going to a place that's risky. They're risking their life, and then if they were to get hurt in Nigeria, mm -hmm. the company would have to pay out of their noses to settle the case or to 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 make it up to those workers for getting hurt while at work. Nobody wants that. People are out to make money. It's capitalism, mm -hmm, not mm -hmm, riskier mm -hmm, workers mm -hmm, in Africa, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the issue. First of all, we don't have security. Very, very retarded that at this day and age, Nigeria, we don't have security at all, right? If I tell you the security, what's it called? Uh, it's just as risky for someone to come and work in Nigeria as it is for them to go to war in Yemen. You get kidnapped. Ransom, get killed, all those stuff. Wait, Yemen got that shit too. Yemen used to be very safe. Like Yemen, you could drive from Kano to Lagos over there in their own states at 2, 3 a.m. at night. Nobody's ever going to jump over your fence and come into your house because he's probably sure if he comes with a gun, you have an AK-47. Yeah, I got that. So, yeah people created their own safety and security there was it was very 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 safe but now because of war and famine and yeah. poverty yeah that shit is happening so that's the thing nigeria is richer than yemen but before the war yemen was actually way more content than nigeria in fact yemen had less poverty than what started, nigeria what started the war terrible leadership that's it love for power and corruption and then to make it worse two different major states Saudi and uh, uh, Iran mm -hmm. thinking they have their own agendas in it and they want to take advantage of it. Poverty in Yemen is just as bad as Nigeria that's why you get robbed on the road, get kidnapped this shit doesn't happen where people have enough to eat three times a day it doesn't happen so when we're done with the first issue why nigeria is so behind what's it called insecurity our hospitals are no. oh my god horrible no do you vote i'm pretty sure you I never voted. voted just like me i voted actually really i voted for boy <laughs> yeah this episode is to be continued.